0: to Still Buffering, A Cross-Generational Guide to the
1: Culture That Made Us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy.
2: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
1: Um, I, I feel like that it is it, we have to talk about all the drama that was happening in Venice. Oh, I, I love
0: I, this drama.
1: <laughs> I feel like because we've discussed Harry Styles on this show before, because uh, Riley, I know, I mean, we all are, but Riley, you in particular are such a big fan of Florence Pugh. Oh, I love Florence Pugh. I-, I feel like we have to... Well, we're a,
0: we're a pop culture show. It's in, <laughs> it's in our catchphrase. We have to.
1: I have been telling Justin about all this drama as it's unfolding, and I, I, I feel like he's become less interested as, <laughs> as I tell him more. But I just keep telling him because now I can't stop myself.
0: <laughs> I don't know if this will be as funny to you all or as to our audience as it was to me and my law school friends. But when the the video came out, that everyone said it was Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. Um, in our torts class, we're talking about assault and battery and what makes an assault, what makes a battery. And immediately as soon as we saw it, we were like, that's a battery. Harry Styles better Chris Pine. <laughs> it was so good it, watching it, he, trying to dissect it. He Chris Pine says that's ridiculous. That didn't happen. But if you watch that video, I I saw it and I thought, that's not what happened. But then I watched it again. And I thought, what else could have happened?
2: Well, 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 I mean, who would want to admit to being spat on by Harry Styles? <laughs>
1: but it's just such a wild thing. To, like of all the things to do. I know. Why would you do that?
0: I... (sighs) And why then? It's just such... When you watch the series of events and look at... He turns his head right at the same time as Chris Pine stops clapping all at once and looks down at his lap and kind of sighs and then sits... like goes back to clapping. Like, what?
1: Just... What could have happened? But why? (laughs) I mean, I know that there's tension here. But I would have all was with things. things well,
2: yeah, well, that see that that's the only the only the only actor I mean that in a broad sense in this whole situation mm. that I'm concerned about is Chris Pine, like everything that he everything he's had to put up with I, I'm sorry, I know how you feel about about old Harry uh Riley. And I'm not insulting him as no, an artist, but care. his interview where he's, well, what he's talking about. This is a movie that feels like it's like a movie. <laughs> like a movie. And, I love the and movie. You see, movie. like like Chris Pine is <laughs> just disassociating to, the to like the, the the the. He's he's moving beyond this world into the next. Like you see him just like he's leaving this reality. He has said goodbye to 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 this this world. Just. I, I, I feel for, for Chris Pine in everything that I've seen in Play all of this, because he seems like the only one that's just, he's just an actor, he played a role, he's got this nice new do that he'd like to show off, what is the going on? The footage
0: of his face, when Harry Styles is answering that question and saying he loves the movie because it's a movie, and he's just sitting there with those big headphones on, like leaned back in his
1: chair, just... <laughs> just full on dissociating. dissociating just, yeah. Yeah, just like, I'm not here, this it's is so not good. happening. Um, yeah, I feel I feel bad for him. I don't. I mean, I obviously none of us will ever know what actually what was the series of event, of events. Was Shia LaBeouf fired? Well, did you did see the
0: text between Shia LaBeouf and Florence Pugh were oh, quote I mean, unquote I saw. leaked?
1: I saw that. Where but like he didn't... She was begging him to come back.
0: Well, and he was not fired, as Olivia Wilde claims quit um and uh and, and there was no tension between them you know between him and Florence yeah. Pugh and he you know Olivia Wilde said they didn't like each other and there was tension um well
1: it's it's hard though because like you want to wonder if there isn't some element of truth in that because of Shia LaBeouf's history
0: well yeah I mean I don't I wouldn't have blamed Florence Pugh for not wanting to work with him um right but also he quit and that makes more sense than with people saying like Olivia Wilde didn't fire him. She was begging him to come back and do the movie. She didn't fire him to like stand up for Florence Pugh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also a dispute about who, like if Florence was paid adequately, like mm-hmm. that Harry might've been paid more. Um, I, one opinion that I wish we had, uh, uh, and I love that she responded at all, uh, uh christy christy carlson romano is that from even stevens what did she say she made a
1: tiktok about this drama just
2: just kind of being like if i could tell you but i can't and you know canonically she played shia labeoff's sister yeah sister so i I, i don't know why the my for you play Page was blessed with her presence,
1: but I was oh like, my "Oh gosh. my gosh! I, I love Chrissy Cross. Carl- <laughs> I love Chrissy Cross and Romano. I love Ren Stevens. Why? What does she know? But why would she know? What do you why know? Would, or, like why? Or or is she just like
2: does she know from working with I him? Thought. Who yeah. knows? Well, she she had a take that she was being too much of a lady to share.
1: I am. I have no doubt she knows about Shia LaBeouf. I mean, she would have to, but like. What insight would she have in this situation? Why would she? <laughs> Who? Do, I, don't I mean, know, there's no that, way that's... her and Shia LaBeouf are talking, Bro, right? Just,
2: brother and sister ish. I do
0: I just love that that video leaked of Olivia Wilde calling Florence Pugh Miss Flo, in like a very sarcastic, condescending way. And then mm-hmm. uh, her stylist for the Venice Film Festival posted a picture of her on Instagram in her outfit, and captioned it Miss Flo and then her whole styling team like hair makeup everything all were wearing shirts that said miss flow on them that she had they made were. for them mm-hmm. just white print right in the corner it said miss flow and then there's that video of her where she said she had scheduling conflicts and couldn't do the Q&A but then posted a video of her strutting in that purple outfit with an Aperol Sprint. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the all, her whole the thing power. and like and like the her look and everything it's just like I am so much bigger than this. Yeah. I am so much better than this. I love the only, th-
2: the only thing that bothers me that I think is worth saying is, okay, so a director of a movie was hooking up with a cast member and perhaps paying a, a man more than a woman and being disrespectful and shady. Uh, it's, it's just that it's a It's just a woman is Mm -hmm. is that is that I mean, I fine, absolutely call out all the bad behavior support to the cast 100%. But can we have the same energy for all of the male directors that pull the same stunts? Can we please? Because yeah, sure. it does feel this uh, an ode to misogyny that it's like, oh, yes, let's bring her down. Let's bring Olivia Wilde down. It's a little bit like, ooh, but but uh, yeah, like, can we call out the industry as a whole? Can we talk more oh, about power? No, nope, nope. like We're just going to attack because the woman. Olivia
0: Wilde herself was being a little bit of a misogynist with the way she was talking about Florence Pugh being very condescending, talking about her in that whole situation. So it's like, okay, Florence. Okay.
2: Oh, no, I agree. And, and misogyny is a heck of a drug. You can both internalize it propagate it and suffer from it at the same time
1: (laughs) yeah and i don't know too i mean i think that's a fair thing to point out um because i think all of that behavior we sort of expect with male directors um which we shouldn't i'm not saying we should but like we do uh i wonder if it's also so i have not seen this movie of course i i didn't really intend to before i oh i am seeing it now now oh, I am see I refuse it
2: now. now I refuse because if any of this was just to like drive interest in the movie then I just think that like if just make a good movie it, or don't but if you need all this to get people to see it then I, I will not it see would have been it.
0: enough for me the clip on tiktok of Harry Styles talking and whatever accent he's doing that would have been enough for me to see it I need to hear that in it, full sentences in the context of the movie
1: the reviews are not good it has
0: like a thirty-eight percent rating there, so far
1: the, what and i like i read i didn't read a spoiler but i read like just a brief sort of summary of like the idea mm-hmm. and it sounds very confusing for a movie that's supposed to be about like female sexual empowerment i guess i guess that's one of the big things right only women come in this movie well is what olivia that's what olivia wilde said I don't know if that was intended
0: to be as big of a part of it as it was because I guess there was some other thing about how Florence Pugh maybe didn't know about all of the intimate scenes she would be doing and how graphic they would be and they didn't have like an intimacy coordinator there for all the times they were filming.
1: That's part of the drama is that Florence Pugh has explicitly said I don't want it to be about the sex and Olivia Wilde has explicitly said this is about sex and so what is it about and it also sounds like it's kind of a stepford Wive kind of movie Mm -hmm. too and that's a weird mishmash of ideas but maybe they pull it off brilliantly i have no idea i haven't seen it now i don't know now i kind of want to just to see what the heck's going on but i also i didn't intend on i don't know it wasn't the kind of movie i would have wanted to see before Mm -hmm. well I'm just going to
2: judge it based off of old, old Harry Styles recommendation that it's, <laughs> it's like, like a, a it's a movie that's like a movie. And I'm thinking like, well, I, I, the the movies that I see in the theater, I I, I enjoy movies. Most movies, I, I, I'm a big fan of movies. So if this is somehow different than what I've been experiencing, then maybe it's not for <laughs> me. I guess I like movies that aren't movies.
1: <laughs> what, that that was really disappointing to me. I've always I mean, I've always kind of liked Harry Styles whole thing. I've always kind of like dug him. I mean, I didn't know if he was particularly well-spoken or eloquent or, you know, the, the smartest guy in the room. I had no idea. And I didn't really care. I kind of liked his whole thing. And then watching that interview, it was sort of like, oh, I just think it's w- I don't know what to feel about any of this. I just <laughs> think it's wild that he has been
0: a celebrity for so long at this point for most of his life. I would I would guess yeah how has he not had better media training like he was giving similar interviews if you go back and watch like one directions first interviews from a decade ago he was giving pretty similar answers when he was a teenager (laughs) like how has he not there are people that do that like your pr people like tell you how to do those things
1: yeah like like harry tell when they ask you what you think of the movie what are you going to say and then he says well i'm going to tell them that i like it because it's a movie and then they They'd go say, well let's ex- let's expand on that but, but like what about it <laughs> yeah I, that's just what's astounding to me
0: and also the sound <laughs> soundbite that someone grabbed of olivia wilde on uh, jimmy kimmel from a couple years ago where she said if the movie's bad uh, i blame the director yeah <laughs> like well yeah well, okay. Did you see
1: the the newest rumor that's being started there's a picture of Florence Pugh circulating where she's sitting like at a picnic table and there are cameras on her so she it's a scene from something is what it looks like they're shooting something and somebody suggested that it was a deleted scene from Ted Lasso where Florence Pugh was guest starring but no one knows that it's just a rumor no one's proven anything it's just something someone said on twitter and now everybody's like hold up was Florence Pugh did she have a cameo on Jason Sudeikis's show at the same time that Olivia Mm. Wilde was maybe hooking up with Harry Styles Behind Jason Sudeikis, everybody's freaking out. And it's like, no, well, there is no way any of that's real.
0: There's no way that's real. <laughs> you know who one of Jason Sudeikis's besties is? No. Zach Braff. And Florence Pugh and Zach Braff were dating at the time that all of this was going down. So some people have said, like, maybe Florence knew some stuff about that whole situation via Zach Braff.
1: Mm. <laughs> This is a
2: lot.
0: It's very uh, it's very convoluted. There's a lot of layers. There's so
1: much drama.
2: You know, I, and I feel kind of bad because it's like, hey, this is their dirty laundry. I'm just going to remind myself that they're all very rich celebrities. <laughs> they're very beautiful. Just, and that these are harmless problems. To I think
1: they <laughs> are. And the, Olivia Wilde's first movie, Booksmart, remains excellent. Oh, I love Booksmart. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I've seen a few people talk about how it's nice to have some some celebrity drama that feels like it's not... It's like it's it's very fluffy. Like it's kind of just yeah. like oh, like who know? Like they're all gonna be fine. They're all millionaires. They all have mansions. They're all fine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, you nobody. Know. I mean, I mean, I I I get what you're saying. I think like is the treatment of Olivia Wilde in the media colored by the fact that one, she's a woman, and mm-hmm. two, she's a woman who recently divorced Jason Sudeikis, who is kind of like
0: America's sweetheart.
1: Yeah, yeah. who is like very beloved at this moment Mm -hmm. because of Ted Lasso, is she getting extra flack for those reasons? Yeah, for sure. I think that that's true. Um, But I think that they will all, they'll all be fine in the end. Everybody will be okay.
2: Well, and I do, you know, I think that not, not to pontificate too much, but I do think there's always like this older generation of, I mean, especially with women that kind of played by the roles to get their power, of which I think Olivia Wilde is one. And then there's a younger generation that's kind of like, not putting up with crap and to watch that the two women sort of butt heads over it's like you know you're probably on the same team but people will pit you against each other and you probably like you know i i fully believe that florence Pugh was mistreated i i can just from what you've seen like Mm -hmm. there's enough evidence to say like yeah probably she didn't have a great time with that and that's that's messed up
0: her cooking with flow videos that she used to do on instagram are just adorable if you've never watched them because I forget she's British watching her in all the movies where she has to be very American. So her very, very good British accent while cooking is very good to watch.
1: Uh, Anyways,
0: it's been 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> all we've done is there's talk There's a about lot of drama. This. There's a lot of drama to talk about. Um, but
0: that's not what we're talking about today. Let's
1: talk
2: about something not dramatic yeah, at all.
0: Exactly.
1: That's Carol King tapestry.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that's true. Um, I would not say this is a dramatic album. It's there. it's beautiful. It's poignant. It's happy and sad, but very soothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it
2: it it reminded me of. I have a pair of sweatpants that I really like to wear, but it was too hot to wear them for several months, so they were, like, clean in my closet. Mm-hmm. And I put them on for the first time that, like, the temperature dropped below 80 the other day, and I was like, oh, I forgot how comfortable these are. <laughs> how How did I forget how comfortable these are? That's that's kind of what this album feels like to me. <laughs>
1: it's so nice, isn't it? It's, yes, it's, it's, it's v- just nice. It is. It's very soothing. Riley, did you recognize some of the songs?
0: Yes. Um obviously uh what Where You Lead, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, from Gilmore Girls. Right. Which just already puts you in a fall, like, peaceful, cozy mindset. So that's just like, you know, where you're starting off. Um I feel the earth move, you've got a friend, both of those, like the big I mean the big hitters mm-hmm. that when you look up I just looked up Carol King on Spotify to make sure I was getting the names right. And all the ones that have over one hundred million listens, like <laughs> all those I've I've heard before.
1: I feel like all those. Um, a natural woman is one a lot of people have heard. Um, um,
0: beautiful, so far away. Beautiful, I had heard because of the Carol King musical called Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not listened to the entire soundtrack. I'm sure. I mean, I think it's all carol king songs it's like a jukebox musical so i'm sure there are more but that is the one i had listened to via that
1: this uh this album was it may be the first cd that i had i'm yeah i'm yes this was the first cd i owned like that i sought out and bought and wanted was carol king tapestry um because I love that like the tracks are listed as side one and two mm-hmm. <laughs> on this, by the way. Uh, but I think, I think it was. And I remember having this CD on, gosh, do you remember how big stereos used to be? Yeah. Do you remember that? I had that giant CD player stereo thing. It had a CD and a cassette tape. And it had the huge speakers on either side of it.
2: Yeah, and I don't even know like what the center console all did because there was the place where you you put the tape for the CD in, and then there were just so many knobs and buttons, and I don't, I still don't know what that was all about.
1: Well, it was a radio too.
2: Okay.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah that that used to be a thing. Like if you got a cassette player or even the early CD players, it would also have a radio as part of it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's because you want that.
1: <laughs> but it was huge. I don't think that one. That one didn't have a record player on top.
2: No. No, we had one of those, like, big s- stations, I think, <laughs> before that, but that was not all the same one. I know the one you're talking about. It was, it was like, a big, like, three-piece, like, black Yeah. Thing, right? the yeah. big,
1: tall thing. But, yeah, mine was shorter, yeah. but a similar thing. And, like, the two big speakers, you I learned how to wire them to the thing. Like, you would have little things that... You didn't plug it in, Riley. It was like you would have to learn how to attach the wires to the speakers. Mm-hmm. Like you worked at Radio Shack. You remember Radio Shack,
0: of course. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a shack that sold radios.
1: Um, like Blockbuster, I, right? Yeah, yeah, right. These are things they're in the you... same. They're in the same
0: family. <laughs> it's
1: the same genre. They're,
0: it's in the same family as the era of Netflix that got sent to your door. But,
2: but what do you think a Suncoast is, Riley? <laughs>
0: S- Suncoast? Sun Do you remember Suncoast? <laughs> I know Suncoast. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is another story. Like the soda? <laughs> the soda. Was Suncoast the half, because Suncoast was, it was half Suncoast and half... Sam Goody. Yes.
2: I don't, I think Suncoast was movies, Sam Goody was music, but they existed as one... One, one, you could enter under the one side or the other, but they converged in the middle. Just like it's
1: like a it's TJ like the Maxx combination of Home Goods or Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, yeah. And the combination
0: Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, I remember getting this CD and putting it on my <laughs> in my giant CD player, um, and it was like it was around the holidays because I'd gotten that and I'd gotten I don't know some some sort of nerdy books that I liked and like laying in my bed. And reading my nerdy books and listening to my Carole King and feeling like God, I really I remember it wasn't about growing up. It was like I have really found myself. I've really <laughs> figured out who Sydney is. <laughs> like, this is me. Carole King oh. tapestry. This is me.
2: Did was this a mom introduced you to Carole King, right? How did you get yeah. introduced to this album?
1: Um, mom suggested yeah. I, I would like it. Which I mean, I I obviously did. She was right. Mm-hmm. It feels very um, mom. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, obviously, like this album came out in 1971. None of us were so, yeah. around then. No, um, it won. I was looking this up. So it was released in '71, in '72 at the Grammy Awards. It got four Grammys, including Album of the Year. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. So I mean, it was a huge. It was huge. It was a huge album, and. You know, especially for the time, and obviously like has many iconic songs that because that's the thing about Carol King is not only was she a performer, but like as a songwriter, her songs were often covered by other artists because they were beautiful and timeless and you know well loved mm-hmm. um I want to talk more about the songs themselves, but actually, before we do that,
0: let's check the group message. So I do a lot of walking now, Um, living in a a city where I have to walk pretty much everywhere. Um, I do a lot of listening to things on headphones, whether it be a podcast or a Taylor Swift album, um, or in this case, for the past couple days, a Carole King album. Uh, I'm always walking around listening to something. And I think listening is better on Raycon wireless earbuds. And that's because they don't just sound better when you're listening to things. I mean, they do, but they also look and feel better. They have these optimized gel tips that fit in your ear perfectly, and they give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, which is great for me. I leave the house in the morning, and I don't have to worry about at the end of the day walking back home and my uh, earbuds not being charged for me to listen on the way back. It's got me covered all day. And they start at about half the price of other premium audio brands, so... Get the quality, sound, look, and fit, but half the price of other premium brands, so it's, it's a steal. Um, I highly recommend, especially they have uh, awareness mode, so you can listen to music and still be able to hear your surroundings uh, if you're walking alone. I know that's been very helpful for me. And the earbud tap functions, which, again, uh, I found helpful walking in the rain. Don't have to pull my phone out. Just put your ear up and tap tap your ear and it feels like you're in a high tech spy movie um, when you get to tap your ear and it does things and you look like you are on a secret mission. So that's fun. Um, so Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Raycon earbuds, what should they do?
2: Well, they should go to buyraycon.com slash buffering. Still buff today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash buffering to score 15% off. Once again, buyraycon.com slash buffering.
1: So, uh, Riley, you mentioned you've been doing some walking. And while the weather might be starting to get a little cooler on some days, it's still pretty warm. And that's a perfect setup for sweating.
0: Yes, I (laughs) have been sweating a lot.
1: And uh, Native uh, has got your back. When you're worried about um, smelly pits, Native is there for you. Uh, And now it's better than ever because Native is doing their part to help our Earth with new 100% Plastic-free and recyclable packaging, uh, which makes you feel good about the deodorant that you're um, that you're using, what's inside the container as well as what's outside the container itself. Um, when you buy Native's new plastic-free recyclable packaged deodorant, you are saving 37 grams of plastic, and every gram counts, as we know. That's that's plastic that ends up in our landfills and in our oceans, and uh, and if you can save some some plastic. Um, native would like to help you do it. And that's a great thing to do for the planet. Uh, They have 10 scents. Um, I always love their coconut and vanilla because anything coconut scented, um, that's always my favorite. Uh, But they also have sensitive formulas that are formulated without baking soda and even unscented. So uh, sometimes I know for me, certain smells and things, even if they smell wonderful, um, can make me sniffly. And so if you need an unscented product, um, native has deodorant that can fit that need as well so taylor if our listeners want to check out native what should they do
2: well if you're ready to try plastic-free deodorant you should go to native deo.com slash buffering or use promo code buffering at checkout and get 20 percent off your first order that's native com slash buffering or use promo code buffering at checkout for 20 percent off your first order
1: uh so one of the things that i as i was re-listening to Carol King Tapestry. There's so many good songs on here. I remember when I was younger being obsessed with the song Smackwater Jack. Um, Weird. Why? <laughs> I know. I don't know. i Because as I re listen to it, it's pretty violent. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty brutal ballad about a murderous guy named Smackwater Jack mm-hmm. and his eventual capture and killing <laughs> which and i, I love. remember i i loved it when i was younger and now i listen to it and i'm like oh this is intense and brutal i mean i love that style
0: of song the ballad if you will uh-huh. um i mean taylor swift you know had it in her most recent <laughs> album
2: it it's like a true crime yeah. podcast in in a song yes
0: exactly that is that <laughs> is why i love it it's yeah, accomplishing a bouncy tune. yeah. It's accomplishing my goal of listening to my true crime podcast of the day and my <laughs> music for the day all in one. It's very efficient. Nice.
1: And with a little and with a nice little joke, a little bon mot at the end there. She finishes it off that it was a very good year for the Undertaker, which is like,
2: it's <laughs> a great joke. Good? You know, bon
1: mot <laughs> because of all the people who died in this song you listened to. In this, how long is? is uh three minute and forty two second song.
2: <laughs> What's the body count for this? <laughs> it that song? really
1: isn't
0: long enough it, to have as many bodies <laughs> as it does. <laughs> it,
1: too well, many bodies. It's unclear so, because as as Carol King tells us, he shot down the congregation.
2: That could be a lot of people.
1: That could be a lot of people. That's probably I mean, more than
0: two, but less than a thousand.
2: Yeah. I
1: would amazing. say at least ten. At least ten. I I mean <laughs> and that is his way of by the way letting it all hang loose
2: <laughs> sometimes you just gotta let it all hang loose
1: it's a wild song it's a wild it's, song and it's wild that it's on there with like you've got a friend yeah <laughs> and where you lead has exact
0: opposite vibes yeah like it's exactly the opposite <laughs> Well, I mean
2: that's I, that's kind of how I feel. I mean it's it's not not as violent, but like the the title "Tapestry" also is a song title, right? And the song "Tapestry" is a little also out of sync with the kind of feel good vibes of the rest of the album. That was always my favorite song when I was young, but it always made me really sad.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: like felt like a weird sad fairy tale.
1: It uh, is a weird mm-hmm. sad fairy tale. I mean, right? the the old man turns into a toad. Yeah. I well, and I mean, I think. <laughs> She's got a lot of whimsy going on. Yeah, you know, and it's it's definitely
2: about like, like life and death, you know, like there's a there's a figure that comes and your tapestry and unravels. It's a
1: heavy song. It's a very yeah. heavy song. It's the uh, the song tapestry is the musical equivalent to pyramid catalog is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like oh, flipping no. through. I got a pyramid catalog in the mail the other day. Can I tell you how excited I was? why I, they still have them i want one. Mm-hmm. Oh, i was eating it up and like the girls did not understand i was like you have got to see this catalog now the only thing about pierre riley have you seen a i don't catalog? know what
0: i don't know what okay. this is all
1: right <sighs> i'm gonna get one i'm gonna get so one it's, for next it's time like i see everything. you everything
2: it's not just like how could you even describe it it's it's crystals and tarot cards and witch books, but also clothing, but also like zombies for your front yard. Like it is just anything kind of witchy and spooky or magical, but like in a very like suburban housewife way. Did
1: mom probably right? get these? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, this yeah. Is, mom loved Now that. that
0: you're describing what is in it, I am remembering flipping through a catalog of similar content when I was much younger.
1: I mean, if you need a a corset or a cape or a very dramatic like hooded cloak or a,
2: um, or a goblet
1: or a goblet or a scrying mirror mm-hmm. or I mean now Pyramid Catalog also sells person personal massagers so deal with that among, well they
2: always did they among always your tarot did. cards <laughs> yes um, there was always a two page spread that when I was a, when I was younger I just would flip by very quickly <laughs> oh, no 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 there.
1: um yeah but uh, so the t- song tapestry always sort of reminded me of Pyramid Catalog. It was like, what is happening? And in- is this this is all metaphorical? Is it a dream, but also a fairy tale? But it is very sad.
2: Yeah, I'm a- I'm always very sad about the the old man who turns into a toad. I don't know <laughs> not- that line just always gets me. Yeah, it's just very silly.
1: <laughs> I do like that. I wept to see him suffer, although I I didn't know him well. <laughs> well. And and I don't
2: know what once he reached for something golden hanging from a tree and his hand came down empty, that's a
1: really sad lyric. <laughs> it is a really sad lyric. I don't know. It's very. I mean, this was again seventy one. Yeah, it fits the time. It fits the mood.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, um, and I mean, it's a credit to. I mean, Carol King is an amazing storyteller. Whether she chooses to, you know, write a upbeat song about how you're not alone and you have a friend, or some sort of weird esoteric dreamscape fairy tale she's mm-hmm. she's very effective has
0: she written a children's book yet she i feel could. like that would not be... that
2: story as a children's book though i think that would be a bummer it
0: could that, be like well, it's not. it could be like one of those cartoons that's like you know made for adults but it's a fun car like the colorful fun cartoon that looks like it's for kids <laughs> they would be like Smack quote Jack, quote, tapestry. Unquote. Unquote, <laughs> Smackwater Jack is. will be the
1: cartoon It'll yeah be a children's book. You know, it's a fun story of a guy named Smackwater Jack. It looks like it a children's book. Loose. But it's
0: for the grown ups. No. No, that won't be good.
1: Why not?
2: Because <laughs> of all the death, Riley.
0: But I'm saying it's for adults, guys. <laughs>
1: huh. Um,
0: Like, have you seen, okay, have you seen that children's book that was popular on Amazon? It's like, Go the F to Sleep or whatever?
1: We have that book.
0: like, the cadence is is meant to put your kid to sleep, but every page ends with Go the F to Sleep. Like, Mm. it's not, it's a kid's book, but obviously you're not going to give it to, like, Charlie and let her read that now that she can read.
1: We got it. It's one of those books that, like, your friends get you as, like, a joke, but then you can't read it to your children for real. I mean, at least that we don't. I don't know. Maybe someone does. We did not read that to our kids. It was for our own entertainment. Mm. Well, um, that's fair. Yep, this book could be the same. There are, there are lots of songs on here that are pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Like Home Again. Oh, yeah. my God. That gets me every time. Um, I sang So Far Away to... Sometimes Charlie will ask me at night before bed to sing her a song that will help her fall asleep but she wants a song she's never heard before so it's always a challenge to come up with like new soft lullaby-esque songs that she's never heard before because she doesn't want me to repeat one and i chose so far away one time and she just laid there sobbing
2: <laughs> what are you
1: surprised Why did i did you had pick to- that I don't, That's a I very
2: sad song to sing, your I didn't child. I not think
1: it was that sad. She's eight. <laughs> so then I had to stop because I and then she was like, "No, finish the song." You
2: should have like, gone no. with Smackwater Jack. <laughs> That's for Cooper. That
1: would put Cooper yeah, to Cooper, sleep. Yeah, <laughs> Cooper would That's like for her. that. But now Cooper falls asleep to um, ASMR videos of people putting makeup on you.
0: Okay. Have they yeah. seen the ASMR oh, okay. videos of, of people eating candy that's made to look like crystals that you shouldn't eat, but it's edible? No. Those show up on my TikTok and they make me think of them. That hmm. sounds
2: dangerous for children.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I mean it's like the idea of like the stuff that looks like it should be edible, but you definitely can't eat it. Like people see crystals and like, oh, it looks like tasty rock candy. Now they've made rock candy that shaped like crystals.
1: They no, they just like the ones with the it's a makeup tutorial kind of thing and they're pretending to put makeup on your face and
0: do you think that means that if you didn't have wi-fi or or power whatever reason if you sat there whispering to cooper and like pretending to put makeup on her face that would put her to sleep Mm, maybe that's pretty good
1: (laughs) maybe i don't know i stroke i stroke their noses a lot to put them asleep so that might it's a similar idea like pretending to put makeup on just on their nose I i like
2: the uh I like that. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't discount anybody's beliefs, but like the Reiki videos, mm-hmm. whether or not they work, they sure relax me. Really just do. some like pleasant lady going <laughs> <laughs> with their hands in front of your face. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> that <laughs> soft
0: <laughs> music playing in the background <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those
2: Reiki ladies.
0: <laughs> I always sit there. Usually I'm on TikTok most when I'm peeing. So I'll just sit there while I'm <laughs> peeing. Just like, thank you. You made this day better <laughs> for me.
2: Right? They're like, can I bless you with some healing Reiki? I'm like, please. I absolutely. It. And then it's just, we're
1: good. <laughs> I not, feel good. Not for me. I can't. ASMR makes me feel weird. I don't. Well, those aren't. I a- just
2: don't think you know how to relax.
1: I don't think those are ASMR.
0: Because usually they're not no, like they're whispering not. or anything. Oh.
2: No, they just, they. I mean, they, they they might be saying things in like a pleasant tone, mm-hmm. but.
1: Mm. I don't know. I can't I can't do the ASMR. I don't know. Yeah, Taylor's right. Weird. You don't know how to relax.
2: Yeah, I think I think you get uncomfortable when your body starts to relax.
1: I mean this isn't wrong like you're that's not wrong what you're saying. <laughs> I, that's not I know, I'm, I'm I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> I, I know you and I'm not wrong. Uh my so <laughs> my favorite songs, um I love where you lead mm. long before Gilmore Girls. How made did it? she? Oh, or, before Gilmore Girls made it cool. How did
0: she write a song that so perfectly encapsulates a show that wasn't going to be made for forty years?
2: Do, did they base the show on the song?
0: I mean, I guess it's possible. I I don't know, but it's probably, <laughs> probably not. I <a>, think maybe. <laughs>
1: um, but it has the line. I always think. I always think about. It's a song. I mean, I've never told Justin this because he'd probably laugh at me. But when she sings the line, well, you know, he'd think it was sweet, but he would also think it was goofy. Um, That uh, I never thought I could get satisfaction from just one man. (laughs) Is that how you feel about your husband? I do. (laughs) But if anyone can keep me happy, he's the one who can. Yeah, no, he I, would. You know. he would
0: laugh at you because we're laughing at you. Right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be something sentimental, <laughs> but that do. almost sounds like an almost insult. Like I didn't think you were gonna be enough for me. <laughs>
1: but you know what? You, you, <laughs> you are. are. It's not. It's, I didn't think anyone. Press. I didn't. You know. <laughs> it,
2: just enough. Good job. High five.
1: No, well, I just—it's true. So anyway, <laughs> 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 I've never told him that. Well, now you
2: put it on the internet for everybody, now so he might—he <laughs> might hear.
1: Um, I always love that song, though, um, and and at home again, even though it's incredibly sad. Um, yeah. yeah,
2: isn't it? It's wild that, that that's the one with the lyrics: "Snow is cold, rain is wet." Right?
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Like. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I mean, when I say that, that sounds silly, but the way she sings them and when it gets to that crescendo, I'm just, that's the part that makes me cry. I'm like, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: It is cold and it is wet and <laughs> I am alone. <laughs> I, I it, It's rough. I, I have sung Home Again and cried many times in my life because it's like, it's not just about physically being home, right? It's
2: like feeling home. It's about
1: feeling home. That's rough. Mm-hmm. That's what she's singing about. And sometimes you don't know where home is anymore, you know? It's true. Uh, Way Over (laughs) Yonder is my shower song. Is it? Mm, I like to sing that one when I'm in the shower.
0: You have... If someone gave me a sheet with all these categories you're listing and then this album, your corollaries there are just... (laughs) Wild.
2: (laughs) This is the song I sing to my child. This is the song I sing in the shower. Interesting. This is the one
0: that makes me think of my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Well, I, I maybe you know, I you know, I understand what you mean. Not for this album necessarily, but I think sometimes when you listen to an album or to someone's music so many times, you associate like meeting with it that maybe has less to do with the lyrics and vibe itself, and more with just like the association you have personally with that song so i I get it like i i understand that um not with this album i i don't understand you know singing that to charlie when she goes to sleep but i do understand the intention
1: i think um it's hard to sing as much as i love a natural woman it's hard to just stand and sing that and not feel a little (laughs) that (laughs)
2: uh, Yeah, it was a little abused by advertisement too, I think. Wasn't there a deodorant that used it or something? Like that's how I always just think of that, you know. That's kind of like uh like like a rock, you know. That's a great song, actually, but it's unfortunately just makes me think of Ford Trucks. (laughs)
1: There I know, there are so many songs like that. Yeah. And Natural Woman is one of those songs where it's a great song. It's a cool song. It's the sentiment is cool. I love the whole thing. It's kind of sexy. Like, it's a good song, but Mm -hmm. it's been in so many commercials for, like, feminine. And when I say feminine products, I don't, I'm not talking about, like, menstrual products. I just mean, like, things aimed at femininity, at at being feminine. And, like...
2: This tampon will make you feel like a a natural (laughs) woman. Probably.
1: I mean, there's probably been, like, a Vagisil commercial with that. I mean, like, there's been so many commercials with that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) I really, I don't, you know, it wasn't one of the songs. I think I liked the sadder songs when I was younger. We, I absolutely did. But uh, I feel like now that I'm older, I really appreciate the sentiment of beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, I thought it was cornier. And now that I'm old, I'm like, no, it's it's like a very, like, it's a, it's like a statement. Like, it's a, it's like a, like a powerful, like, no, you have to, this is how you have to do it every morning. You got to get up. Yeah. You got to go to it. Mm-hmm
1: it is a good it is a good it is empowering yeah
0: yeah i like that song
1: uh so what are your before we finish out what are your favorites is that your favorite tay well
2: i think my favorite is still tapestry because it's so
1: weird (laughs) tapestry is my longtime fave
2: beautiful is maybe the one that i'm jiving with the most now
1: tapestry is very artistic choice i can see that
2: i want to draw things from tapestry you know that makes sense um sad little old toad man on a rock
1: Oh,
0: I want to see
2: that.
1: I look forward to it. Yeah, the
2: looming figure of death and Carol King,
1: and <laughs> <laughs> bits of blue and gold. Uh, I think I know
0: it's over listened to probably, but I just think where you lead for similar reasons that like you like all the some of the other ones like. I just listen to that and I think of Gilmore Girls and then the first time I watched that series was with mom when I was in like middle school and didn't really have many people to hang out with. So it was just me and mom sitting and watching Gilmore Girls like every single day um, and eventually dad joining in and not understanding what was going on, but watching anyways, like I listen to that song and I just think of, of Gilmore Girls and all that and fall and it's a, it's a good, good vibe.
1: It's a good, it's a good fall album.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Good chill music. Well, thank you both for listening to Carole King. I appreciate it. Of course. Well, I'm happy to. Yeah. Tell you what's next.
2: Um, yeah, There's a lot of talk uh, outside of Venice. Well, I guess it was still also in Venice, uh, but about uh, Brendan Fraser's return to film. Um, he's been in things re- recently. He was in Doom Patrol, but sp- this is his first big movie in a while. And uh, it made me think back to some of my favorite uh, Brendan Fraser movies um, and I know the mummy is the one that ever, everybody iconically loves him for, but my personal favorite is Airheads. So I was hoping we could talk about Airheads.
1: That would be great. Definitely. I would. I would love to watch Airheads again.
2: Yeah. Steve is there too, so you know, you know, it's gonna be good.
1: Perfect. Well, well, we will watch Airheads for next week, and I could always use some Brendan Fraser in my life. Um, thank you all. You should listeners, you should listen to Carol King, this great little artist you may or may not have heard of. <laughs>
0: really indie <laughs> underground yeah.
1: yeah yeah definitely not super famous yeah um <laughs> uh and thank you to maximum fun you can go to dot org and check out lots of great shows there um you can tweet at us at still buff you can email us still buffering and org. and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change mind
0: this has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us i'm riley Smurl.
1: i'm sydney mcroy
2: and i'm taylor Smurl.
1: i am so buffering and I, I am too. Maybe you change your mind. Oh, to you you Do I sing the sad one about going home again to Charlie? To Ben? Or...
2: Smack what Jack.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think just
2: the changed one. the lyrics so he hugs people instead of kills them.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Are elephants right-handed?
1: What's the middlest size in the universe?
0: What is the history of fan fiction?
1: Let's find out together on our show, Let's Learn Everything, where we learn anything and everything interesting.
0: My name's Caroline and I studied biodiversity and conservation.
1: My name's Tom and I studied computer science and cognitive blah blah blah, mm, blah.
0: Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and my name's Ella and I studied stem cells and regenerative medicine.
1: On our show, we do as much research as you would for a class, but we don't get in trouble for making each other laugh. And we get to <laughs> Maybe not in the trailer.
0: Subscribe to Let's Learn Everything every other Thursday on Maximum Fun.
1: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.